0: Hello, you little raviolis, and welcome to episode 34 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined at Pasta Garage in Lexington, Kentucky by my lovely blogging partner, Renee.
1: How's it going?
0: And our one and only producer, Carrie. Hello. And we also welcome guests to the show. We have uh, Lesnay and Drew from Pasta Garage here with us today. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming on. Let's get the show on the road.
1: Heck yeah.
0: I mean... They've been
2: great hosts so far. I tell you, we've
1: been treated the best from them than anybody.
2: I'm telling you, I'm not sure I'm gonna make it through this whole entire thing because it smells amazing in here. Yeah, and we got we got an awesome tour, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Oh yeah, but I am a sucker for pasta. Basically, to me, pasta is a marinara delivery system because I love marinara (laughs) so (laughs) freaking much. Mm -hmm. And the bread at Pasta Garage is amazing, and the pasta here, and so yeah. Let's let's just come on. Well, We'll we we
1: sell
3: our jarred sauces too.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. with <laughs> us, yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, Also, thanks to Renee's brother, Joe, from Red River Underground for coming on our last episode and telling us about his YouTube channel and all the places you can eat at around uh, Red River Gorge and Natural Bridge in that area. So He done
1: really good. I was kind of wondering how it would go. And, he did do and, good. Yeah, he he knows more about the gorge than by person I know.
0: He was very knowledgeable, yeah. so thank you, Joe, for that. And uh, we got quite a bit in store for you guys today, but first if you work in the restaurant industry or have a food blog or anything related to food really let us know we'd love to have you on the podcast you can slide into our dms on twitter and instagram at hungry and ky or you can send us an email we're hungry and ky gmail.com and we can also do skype or facebook messenger calls too if you're not local and you want to be on with us, or you know covid yeah maybe you don't want to be around a lot of people totally understandable um once again we don't do zoom here this is not a zoom podcast this is a zoom
1: free area
0: zoom makes me upset i don't like the way i look on it
2: love the equipment hate the the uh, video conferencing platform yes -hmm. yes
0: Yes. you you love the player hate the game right that's exactly right oh yeah why didn't we think of that before i don't know i don't know um but yeah we can totally do other stuff too we're very successful. uh carrie is our knowledgeable guru on all things electronic so i try yeah. You do a good job
1: You do, you. You do.
0: We appreciate you mm-hmm. So what have you guys been up to? I know we went and had a nice little brunch the other day
1: We did internet. We did uh, Alfalfas Ooh. had their grand reopening
4: right. on Friday And we got it? to yeah. be there for that It was yeah. good It was good
0: it. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys get? Well we all did brunch Our friend Desiree came with us She's been on the podcast a couple of times mm-hmm. so She does a lot of vegan and vegetarian stuff so she's been following, like, she's always liked alfalfas because you have that option there. Yeah. And then um, there's a farm in Richmond where the owners actually bought alfalfas. They're the new owners. And they make all these teas mm-hmm. and, like, all this, like, super fresh stuff that she's really into. Well, so. I was going to say,
1: she's been following them a while for the tea. Mm-hmm. And then when she found out that they bought alfalfas, that made her even more excited. Because <laughs> yes. you know? they've got a little section right in the front where they're going to start selling their tea. Yeah. And their tea and is so good. I've had yeah. it before. Yeah no it's really cool
0: so yeah we went with her for the like grand opening first day and the food was good like i had eggs benedict because every time i go somewhere Mm. for brunch for the first time i like to try their eggs benedict it's my judge of brunch
1: i got a turkey bacon egg and cheese Mm. biscuit and fruit and the the fruit was it was presented really cute oh yeah yeah, like uh Wedges of uh, a watermelon that was cut mm-hmm. up and put in there, and some uh, peaches and stuff in it. it. was really good. And then I couldn't help myself. I seen the cinnamon rolls at the counter, and I had to have a cinnamon roll. So I took that. <laughs> you know, I was going to take it with me, but I just went ahead and ate it yeah, yeah. I, Des- I, I couldn't hold off on that Desiree yeah. had
0: vegan biscuits and gravy she was yeah. super excited yeah, about like the vegan like I think biscuits. everything about it was vegan like yeah. the Again. biscuits all their biscuits are vegan their yeah. cinnamon rolls are vegan the sausage was vegan sausage yeah I it's mean it's really cool it tastes I, and I don't really ever like do any kind of vegan stuff but it tasted really good I was surprised how mm-hmm. good it tasted and how mm-hmm. was the
5: ambience and uh, the feedback from other customers there
0: it pretty much is like eating at the old alfalfa. Mm-hmm. Same kind of the same concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they, right.
4: left, the same they left
1: all basically all the I mean, other than the fresh coat of paint on the walls. Yeah. You know, like everything looked basically the same. They wanted to keep that same feel. Um, mm-hmm. And that they definitely achieved that. They kind of revamped the menu, but kept a lot of the mm-hmm. staples that everybody hop loved. and
2: John, or get out.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) They had it. They had
0: it on the menu still. I did say on their Facebook page the other day though that they took the menu offline because they're gonna tweak it. So hopefully they keep the hop and john.
2: If they take the hop and john off the menu That's all I'm saying. You hear what all you, I'm saying? You, you I heard her here,
1: <laughs> Alfalfa.
0: I always liked the Peter and Jake from there, which they didn't have anymore. But that's fine, you know. Like Eggs Benedict is perfectly good mm-hmm. for me. I really liked theirs, by the way. Would recommend.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: I do. Did,
2: you all did invite me. I could not go. So I will. I'll just yes. say that because I did complain a little bit about last time that I didn't get that's an <laughs> invite. That's true. Well, that's you true. Would, yeah. I don't
1: know that how happy you would have been. So we went. Just to give you all a heads up. So we drove to Georgetown because <laughs> we were wanting. To get these oh milkshakes. this this was
2: like two yeah two, yeah, two a couple of weeks ago
1: some milkshakes that someone had posted online that were just crazy looking mm. milkshakes and the line was down the street and around the corner wow. and i was in line over an hour and i wasn't even halfway there to be able to get wow. the milkshake so i gave up because i'm standing outside in the heat so alfalfas
2: was definitely a better experience yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. i was yeah. like yeah. Carrie
1: would not have been happy standing yeah. outside i just now. that's yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're doing a lot of um, collaborations with other vegan yeah. um, places around town. Around town, uh, Woke Vegan Junk Food and Taco Queen both have um, menu items there with them, and it's all like, it's all it's a nice community. It's very diverse. They're all black-owned businesses, which are oh like, cool. yeah, having their time right now, which yeah. is great. Yeah. they yeah. should, you know, that's awesome. And we like supporting businesses like that too. So yes, that was a really good experience. We had a good time. Um, it was their first day, so it was a little slow. But mm-hmm. nobody blames them for that. No. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he Just blames them Yeah, that.
1: yeah. They did tell us that ahead of time. They were like, "We're getting stuff together. Just bear with us." And we had yeah. we had plenty of time. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so talking, it turned out great.
5: Talking about alfalfa, though. Yeah. Um, alfalfa was, was one of the first restaurants that start buying from us. Oh, wow! Oh, really? really oh, cool. Making them pasta. Nice. Awesome. I got to know the chef, uh, Paul. And I don't know if you guys know, but Alfalfa has been in business over 40 years. Oh, yeah. Yes. And Paul used to work for them for over 20 years. Wow. He was a chef over there for 20 years. Then he left um, to work for UK. Okay. And then that's when he came up to us. He said, hey are you guys looking for help? So now he's our production manager here for Lexington. Oh, that's Pass. awesome. So oh, you guys cool. met him in the prep. Yeah. Kitchen. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 he. Yeah,
1: yeah. sure yeah. yeah, that's, yep. that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's really yeah, cool. That
2: is great. Um,
1: well, you guys have connections with everybody. I'm telling you. <laughs> you really
0: do. You guys, we <laughs> need to be friends with, <laughs> Yeah. um, what else have you guys been up to? Anything cool? I have a
1: wedding this weekend. Oh, yeah, you do. So um, we're at the nitty gritty trying to get all the last minute details together. A little stressed out, but it's fine. That's what they pay me for is to be stressed out so they're not. So,
4: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, we just got to get through the week.
2: Uh, good luck with that. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> sure you don't want to help me with that? Mm, quarter till never. Okay. Man, is that good man, for so you? i I have to work. Oh,
1: yeah. my gosh. Oh, good luck. Oh, see, see, what, see what I'm dealing with here. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I didn't really leave the house much this week in stark contrast to the past several weeks, so that was nice. I watched a lot of tennis. I don't know how much everyone here is into tennis at all, but Lexington was actually hosting a major tennis tournament. Well, not Lexington, Nicholasville, but yeah.
5: Yeah, (laughs) but still, it was still pretty cool. Cool Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Yeah. First time.
4: First
1: yeah. time. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. So something
5: like that. So. And of course it's during Very COVID sad. when we
1: can't go. Yeah. I know.
0: Don't even start yeah, with me about not being able to go to that. It's a mile from my house. Me and my mom have really bonded over tennis the past four or five years. So that's like our thing we do. We love the Williams sisters; they're our favorites. And ha. so, who won
5: that match when they played together? Uh,
0: uh, Serena.
2: Serena, Serena, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It yeah. was very close, though. Came down to like a tie break. They played yeah. in Lexington. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 With yeah. no, yeah. no wow. audience members. So yeah. When that was, when was so that? Last week? Yeah. last week? Yes.
3: Thursday. I think I saw Serena in the restaurant. Stop!
1: Hey, not tease me like if
2: if she was here and you didn't call me, I'm just saying. She she's got good taste. She she would have been here. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she
0: is one of my favorite athletes.
2: And you got to carb load for athletics. You, you really right. that's really important. Carb I mean, carb yeah. loading is important. Very they train yeah. very that's hard. Right.
0: They got to be all carved up. So yeah, that was fun. A fun week for me. I just sat on the couch and watched tennis nonstop. Mm. So there's
2: something to be said for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean sometimes you just need to veg out on the couch. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, that's all. That I means all I've done besides go
1: to
2: Alfalfa. And you here. done
1: anything, Carrie?
2: Mm, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Your not Twitter really. was very active this weekend. So uh, well, I if mean, you want to follow her on if there? I deleted, yes. I deleted all of those. Oh, I went back no. on Sunday and deleted all of them. <laughs> I drunk, so I dr- I drunk tweeted Indiana Jens and in the Last Crusade. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. If you, if you, if, I if, it. if you missed it, you missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: What a what a thread to miss.
2: At GRLS Beer Sports. That's
0: right. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna talk with Lesme and Drew about, you know, their background, how they got started here. So I'll yeah. give that over to Renee. She's our interviewer.
2: So. Interview guru Hi. over here.
1: Yes. So what made you get into the pasta business? I mean you could have made anything, but what made you choose pasta?
5: So I moved to the State in nineteen ninety eight. I uh, was born. Born and raised in Venezuela, okay. um, moved to the States in 1998 to go to um, Case Western Reserve University. Um, went to while well, I was going to school, lived in Italy. Um, oh
4: Right
5: that. next to our house, we had a restaurant that was making fresh pasta from scratch. Oh, cool! And so I, you know, was intrigued. You know, I applied for the job and I got this watcher job. So I start working as a dishwasher and then you know, every night when I will come into work, I will take a peek in the kitchen and always kind of learn the chef how to make the pasta and how they were cooking the pasta. So then sure. I, start, I slowly start learning how the process of making the pasta, the gluten, and and we had lines at the door every single night oh, wow. uh, just because we were making things from scratch. And I always loved that. So you know one day one of these nights working crazy at the restaurant the chef didn't make it and he got in trouble or something and then who knows how to make the fettuccine carbonara so (laughs) i went in and with no fear just went in pretending like i knew how to make it and then i got (laughs) i got stuck in that position and 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 then the rest you know it was more about kind of learning the process of running the kitchen and making the pasta and I just really fell in love with it. Um, I did that for about four or five years In worked in that restaurant for about five, four or five years. Then got my bachelor's degree. I stayed in Cleveland to work for Mary Lynch. Okay. okay. Um, my college roommate, he ended up working for General Electric and he moved to Lexington. Uh, he was in the two year uh, rotation program where every six months he would get rotated to different parts in, well, in the country, oh, well, cool. he ended up in Lexington, and the first thing, when he moved to Lexington, he was like, he called me, he's very depressed, I don't know anybody in Lexington, come down, there's something called the Derby, and I drove, <laughs> I drove to Lexington, uh, from Lexington to Lex. To Lex. from Cleveland to Lexington, about, took me about five hours to get here on a Friday night, he told me, meet me at this restaurant called Red Sevilla which was a, a Spanish restaurant, downtown. we right next to Park Plaza, okay. um, yeah. Center Point. And I got there on a Friday night. When I got there, you know, we got with flamenco dancers, sangria, paella. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is my spot right here. So right next to us, there were a few girls, you know, kind of we were flirting with them. Well, guess what? He ended up marrying one of these girls.
4: Really? really?
5: Yes, awesome. And uh, so I will keep coming back to Lexington. And last time I came to Lexington was 2008. I don't know if you guys remember. The 2008, I was working for Citigroup and uh, the market crashed. Oh, yeah. In 2008. And uh, I was really fed up with the industry. I mean, the shares went, city shares went from $30 a share to $4 a share in one day so everybody started freaking out and um, so um, I decided you know let's go ahead and um, visit Ray and uh, in Lexington again and and see you know what we can do I got here uh, he took me to the farmer's market we got fresh produce we went to his house with a bottle of wine that we just opened up I said let's make pasta like the old days and as we as we were making pasta, you know, I said, I wish I could do this for a living and he said with well, your background and my background I think we can make this happen and that night Lexington Pasta was born.
1: Oh wow. Oh, wow. wow, that's mm-hmm. a cool story. So we that need story, to thank yeah. Ray for, yes. for our pasta. Yes, we yes. appreciate you. Yes. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> to yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, so what made you choose this so this location here is off of Delaware. Yes, right. It's right down from Pivot. Mm-hmm. If anyone kind of gets an idea of where the location is, what made you choose this particular building?
5: Well, glad you mentioned that because I remember the first time when I saw this building. This building was empty for ten years, and I gathered a few friends. You know, hey guys, why don't you guys come? Friends that they have been following us sure. for the okay. last five years, footies. They've been following Lexington Pasta. They're a big fanatic of going to the farmer's market. So, hey, guys, why don't you guys come and see this building that I just found on Delaware Avenue? And they were like, where? <laughs> Delaware Avenue? Are you crazy? <laughs> why are you guys going over there? No. Well, I fell in love with the building because the vision that we had for the business. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at it one year or two years, or three years, I'm thinking 20 years from now, right? So it was run down, it was completely empty for the last 10 years, so yeah, it was scary, it was scary. But um, I went to talk to the bank, um, that's when I got our first loan, um, but that loan, it wasn't enough to remodel this location, so what I decided to do was um, a Kickstarter campaign, are you guys familiar with a Kickstarter campaign? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we reached out to the community and we made a video and let everybody know, hey, guys, the pasta guys. And I used to have a name. Now people call me the pasta guy. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we we come up with different reward packages where if you support our cause of, you know, the pasta guys are moving to a new location, please help us. So we reached out to the community and we raised about $26,000 within 30 days. Wow. wow. And people just show up and really supported us. And with that money, with the bank loan and, and the Kickstarter campaign that we raised, we were able to come up for the first phase of the building which was Lexington Pasta.
2: Right. See, I remember when they were down off the limestone there um, near Columbia's Mm -hmm, and all that because it was just a little storefront and you go in Mm -hmm. and and you buy you buy the pasta or whatever. Yeah, no, I I totally remember that.
4: Yeah, it was right next to Lexington Beerware.
2: It was, yes, yes, it was right there. Yeah, and there was a gelato place there too. I think. Yes, they're still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but, uh, Beer Wars was my second home. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
4: I was disappointed. I, I was it's dis- right next door.: <laughs> That's right
2: That's exactly right. I was disappointed when that closed, but no yeah, I, I definitely there. remember the original location for sure. yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, so you guys are so you started out doing pasta, and then now you've branched out into actually having the restaurant, which is the pasta garage, mm-hmm. and you guys not, are not just a restaurant, but you all do catering and stuff too which is why you have this adorable a food truck that's sitting out in front of your business. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
5: Yeah, so uh, after five years being in business with Lexington Pasta, supplying to restaurants and grocery stores, we decided to come up to the new location, Mm -hmm. okay, and having the manufacturing company in the back, Lexington Pasta. But since we had this huge location and Mm -hmm. huge building, why not opening a restaurant? We're, We're every Saturday at the farmer's market listening to you guys. Hey, what is a good restaurant in town? Affordable, good fresh Italian pastas that is, they serve. Well, they not so much. There's not right. so many restaurants out there. So while not opening a new concept in town called Pasta Garage, and why Pasta Garage? Because we started in one car garage. So once we up, once we open up that concept, to be honest with you, we didn't know what to expect. Out of, you know, of of, you know. The um, Lower Avenue, and we glad that we were able to already had a presence in the community by going sure. to the farmers market, and that's how we a- were able to bring people into Pasta Garage. Now, um, after you know, few years um, doing Pasta Garage, then we started doing events and catering, and that's where Drew comes in
1: hi drew Hi, how are you've not all? got to talk much yet <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so we've got that uh, adorable food truck and we've mm. actually got the opportunity to be able to work together not yep. too long ago yeah so um i was called by renee cunningham which is the wedding dress designer out of mount sterling that has renee's bridal mm. and she has started a local reality tv show called renee's bridal takeover this year she was in season two and she had called me to help her with the whole wedding aspect because she's got the whole business aspect trying to run the show, and she needed help with the actual wedding aspect of it. So she called me and asked me to help. So we were sitting here talking about food, trying to go over some options, like what should we do. And I said, "Lexington Pasta Garage." And I said, "We've got we've got to call them." So I called, talked to you, Drew, mm-hmm. and and you were like, "Yeah, no, we're in." And it was. I thought, I mean, the wedding turned out beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was uh, at a place called Acorns uh, Golf there in Mount Sterling. And we had reception was right underneath the trees. It couldn't have been like a more of like enchanting evening. It was magical. Yeah, I think so. And then you guys were parked to the side with your adorable food truck. Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of walked up and and be able to get their drinks and get get the pasta options. And Mm -hmm. and everyone loved it. Everyone Mm -hmm. at the reception loved it.
3: Yeah, so that that food truck that Renee's talking about um, is a, a renovated 1970s Volkswagen bus. Um, it's our Postmobile is what we call it. Um, so you see it driving down Main Street, you see it driving around town. You'll see it at events, um, and you'll see it at private events. So um, Halisma said I handle catering and events here at Post Garage, and Renee reached out to me and she said, hey. Uh, we've got this wedding coming up, and we really want the pasta mobile, and we want pasta garage food. Yes, and I said okay, we'll make it happen. So it and really, they did, and, and, I, <laughs> and I told and I told them when I when I showed them the facility, it starts with the pasta. So there's a reason why the restaurant. Lizma said he didn't know what to expect being on Delaware Avenue. Well, let me tell you. I work in the kitchen. It is crazy. It is crazy. Um, And it's because of the pasta. It's because of the product we have. So for me, my job is super easy. People already love Pasta Garage. There's a following behind it. Um, I've just got to get out there and say, we're doing catering now. You know, people aren't aware that we are. People aren't aware that we can do an off-site event with a bar, with our Postmobile. Oh, yeah, because you have your liquor license. With, and soon yes. with gelato. Yes. So there's a lot. We have, we have the capacity, like I showed you. Mm-hmm. We have the tools and we have the team to make it happen. And we have the product, most importantly. Um, yes. So the wedding was awesome. The TV show was great. Um, I had a great night the, that night. And I think everyone was very, very satisfied with the food. Um, so all in all, it was a, it was a fantastic it, event. It was it, a it was, like,
1: it was a cool experience, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it was a good because uh, I actually got to meet you, yeah. and so that so I got I gained a friend out of it. it so yeah, yeah, was well, even better.
3: You <laughs> got to learn how to adapt. I mean, we we had not met once. I know Renee Cunningham came to the restaurant. Yes, uh, but we had not met once. Right. Uh, so you, in in these times, you have to be able to adapt um, and overcome certain obstacles. So, but we were able to make it happen.
1: Well, speaking of obstacles, COVID. Hmm so covid has affected everyone in one way shape or form and i mean we were recording the podcast separate for a long time and so how has it affected you guys
3: well i'm gonna let lesmit talk about this but i want to jump in here real quick because covid is the reason that i'm here with you all today because i worked in hearing lesman talk about a story again it's so interesting seeing the parallels, because I started here as a dishwasher. I washed dishes in the back. And the same way I, I looked in the kitchen and I watched them make the pasta. So that's how I started here as a dishwasher. Um, and then, you know, I, I went out and I was doing my own thing after that. Um, but then when COVID happened, and uh, like I said, we have a following and people really showed out during COVID. And there was a lot of to go, there, there was a lot. And they needed help in the restaurant. He called me. He said, "Drew, will you come work in the? Re- you, you you get to work in the kitchen this time." So he got his chance because the chef didn't show up that night. I got my chance because COVID changed everything, and they needed yeah, help. Did. So I came in here and I I started in the kitchen. And uh, the way everything moves at light speed nowadays, you know, it's just sometimes things happen, and you have to step into the role. And I stepped into catering and events, and that's how I've. Been where I am now, and that's why I'm sitting with you guys. So, um COVID has changed a lot for for a lot of people, and me certainly. So, if you want to talk about
5: how it impacted yeah. the
3: restaurant,
5: thank you, Drew, for being here. Thank mm. you for being a part of our awesome team that mm. was building. Right, it's la familia. <laughs> that's what we say. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, I remember March 16th when Governor said, you know, restaurants are shutting down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to let everybody go that day. I had to have a mandatory meeting. And gather every every 15 employees we have. Oh, um, wow. We have 15 employees. We had to gather everybody and let them know that you know we had to let everybody go. We are here to protect them. So go ahead and file for unemployment. And I just kept our team leaders uh, on payroll for a week or so to see what reaction, how we're gonna handle um, and readjust to the new norms, right? Sure. So. Um, well within the first week just with Uber Eats and DoorDash we were blown away because all the restaurants were shut down so because we already had a following and a system in place where people were used to just ordering through those platforms we were really in shock to see the response on, on people how you know because once again we didn't know what to expect so we had to end up hiring you know a few other people back to help us you know, sure. with the demand. So um, adjusting, you know, reinventing ourselves into into the new norms was really hard. But at the same time, it is all about the passion, the love that you put into the business. You know, mm-hmm. uh, something negative, there's always will come out something good out of it. So mm-hmm. um, the positive, the attitude, the, you know, the team that supports you. Support your vision. And if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be where we are today. And if it wasn't for the community that came to us and said, well, What do you need? How can we help? So we've been very lucky and blessed to be in a position where we are.
1: That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you don't always hear positive stories that have mm-hmm. come out of COVID, yeah. but it looks like we've got one. Which, yeah, that's yeah. just
2: what you want. And, of course, people love pasta for yes. comfort food. That's oh, that's yeah. what you want, right? <laughs> yeah, it's
3: funny. If it's a if it's a rainy day, you see a lot of spaghetti and meatballs, a lot of tiramisu, and a lot of cannolis. Yeah. It's,
2: it's funny. It's funny.
3: It's raining outside, and Joe tells me, Drew, put some extra meatballs in the oven because we're going
2: to eat them. Yeah. So, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. sit on my couch and drink water. Wine and eat a bunch of pasta. and, yeah. that, and that's it. Yeah. That's course, that, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, what? Well, oh, okay. go, ahead, go ahead, sir.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say, I think it's the hallmark of a good business too that you can pivot. Like you've gotta be able to pivot. Like, oh, absolutely. All, it's like a yeah. notice and be able mm-hmm. to switch your whole like like business and mindset and stuff too. So it well, seems I, like you guys have been really well,
2: like done really well for, for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it also speaks volumes to the fact that when you put out a good product. And, you know, you have a, you know, you have good service, you have a good product and that kind of thing. People recognize that, right? And that's what they want to support, you know?
1: Well, When you put that love and that heart behind what you do too. Oh, for sure. And yeah. obviously you all do. It shows in the end product. And obviously, you know, it's it's paid off. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and I guess kind of kind of speaking to that whole point, in addition to your all's awesome pasta making Marinara sauce delivery (laughs) system (laughs) operation back there. Um, You know that you sell to Kroger, you sell to you know the farmers markets. You got all that stuff, but y'all got a really cool uh, concept kitchen going back there too.
5: Yes, we do, and and that's one of the reasons we fell in love with the with the building. Once again, uh, it's just because you know once we saw the building, you know had a storefront and had a loading dock in the back. Perfect for manufacturing, for retail, and to make something uh, unique about it. You know, I remember looking for a space for the pasta in 2009. Mm-hmm. Look around for about six months. I couldn't find anything around town. Then I started calling restaurants hey, can you help me with your kitchen area? And maybe I can start making pasta out of your kitchen. So I couldn't find anything. So lucky, you know, I was walking downtown and I saw this one car garage and um, the first thing I did I called the health department and I called them up and said hey I have one car garage here I'm trying to make pasta can you guys come and, and tell me what I need so they, she came and um, and uh, funny that her name is Natasha Collins she worked for us she was our, our local health department for the last 10 years oh wow and yes. she you know she was Really, always kind of looking after us because you know instead of making something before asking, she would love that. So I would always ask and then execute, and sure. she loved that about us, right? So um, she need, she told me that we needed a three-compartment sink and a hand sink and a small grease strap. Done. We put it together and we were we were in business, that's and that's awesome. how Lexington Pasta pretty much got started out of one car garage. And I remember, not even opening, not even open yet. I was sweeping the floor, kind of getting ready to open up. One lady just walking by downtown area on North Limestone. She just knocks on the window and she says, um, "I don't know what you guys do, but welcome to the neighborhood." Oh, I will so never small. forget that, you know. Good. And that's when I realized, okay, we're welcome, you know. We're they don't know what we're doing, but I, you know, it's just you know the community really embraces, you know. And uh, and um, but back to your point about you know how we got to the. Lexington Incubator Kitchen. So, going back to that time when we moved to this location, I wish I had something like this, what we have built for small businesses. So, once we moved into this location, the first year, as I mentioned, was Lexington Pasta. The second year was Pasta Garage. Then, on the third year, in being in this building, we came up with a, with a new concept called the Lexington Incubator Kitchen. Where we help small businesses get to the next level, transition. That's to really the next awesome level. that you guys are doing that too. Yes, we started with just having few companies in here, like Lexington Diner was one of the first companies here, and Crank and Boone Ice Cream. Um, they were here. Crank and Boone Ice Cream was here for three years, and that allowed them to transition to the next stage to the next phase of their business you know they were able to open up their own location and they're now have two locations in the lexington area
1: and you know you you guys played a big part in that yes yes and and i'm sure they really yeah and
5: and once again the lexington incubator kitchen is a shared kitchen space where we provide space Mm -hmm. we provide all the equipment and tools that you guys need so your overhead is low so you guys can keep doing what you guys are doing
2: because open awesome. a restaurant is expensive like you yeah, said yeah. in the very beginning mm-hmm. it, it really really is and so I think that's good and so drew how many people do you have back there how many uh, I think our, we, we
3: hover between 12 and 15 mm-hmm. I think right now we're at 12 mm-hmm. and there's a three month wait time right now mm-hmm. to get into that facility so wow. um, it's, it's very well um, sought out after people want to be there and it's because it's not only just a space one you need the space two you have access to kitchen grade equipment right which is huge and three you've got a community you've got all these other people that are in the same place as you Mm -hmm. right it's it's like college but for for (laughs) catering (laughs) kitchens right um and then you've also got the support of people like lesme who have been through that and they know the resources and they know the people that you need to talk to or the things you need to do to To get to to the next level that's
1: right exactly that's that's really awesome that you
2: all are doing that yeah no i think it's great and um you know now I've completely forgot where I was going. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> completely. Let's just end it at
3: that. Yeah, it's great. You yeah. guys are yeah. great. No, no i c- yeah.
2: com- completely forgot. I was actually know what I was gonna ask you about your all's pasta because you make a variety of different pastas. You know, you showed us y'all were making some stuffed gnocchi back mm-hmm. there, and and mm-hmm. you know you do all the regular fettuccine, spaghetti, that kind of thing. But my question is, and I don't know the answer to this, so that's why I'm asking. Um, <laughs> do you all do gluten free options? Yes,
5: um, going to the farmer's market, you know, every Saturday I will see your face and then people will ask me all the time, hey, do you guys make gluten-free? Hey, do you guys make gluten-free? Um, well, no, we don't, no, we don't. So we, in order to, for us to make gluten-free, we had to have just one equipment that would make gluten-free. So it took us about two, three years in, in business, you know, making pasta, that we decided, okay, now it is time to make gluten-free pasta. We make it out of tapioca rice and potato flours with fresh egg and it is amazing to be honest with you Uh, the texture the flavor profile in our gluten-free with the potato flour that kicks in Mm -hmm. into that and the binding factor which is the fresh eggs makes a great gluten-free pasta and we make two different kinds we have the fusilli which is the plain fusilli pasta and then the spinach gluten-free and um, it is amazing so it nice. is one of our top selling pastas at the farmers market.
1: Oh wow.
2: Mm-hmm. Have to yeah. Check that out. Okay, yeah. now I remember what I was going to ask. That's in terms of right. the circle back to the incubator kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um so if somebody was interested in, you know, contacting or kind of what's I don't want to say like a price point or I don't know how y'all do the, you know, cuz obviously you're going to have to pay some monies because you mm. are using the the your old equipment and that kind of thing. So how would somebody go about that or or what kind of like startup money would somebody need to be able to kind of even get on a wait list for your incubator kitchen.
5: Yeah, so um and I'll be honest with you guys. Um the concept of the incubator kitchen just came about because we're helping others. Sure. Right? Sure, sure. So we're not doing this just for the money. Oh absolutely not. If yeah. you cannot afford five hundred dollars a month that you shouldn't be in business, right? right. Okay, yeah. so that's where we start. We start at five hundred dollars a okay. month. We have three different tiers. The first tier starts at five hundred dollars a month, and it's a trial period that you go through for two months. After two months, we see how we kind of work together, right? How we dance together. How it's just like roommates, you know? Sure. Have you mm-hmm. done your dishes after you know after dinner? <laughs> have you cleaned your right. you know? So it's pretty much you know people say things, but then it's just that two-month trial period is pretty much to see how we work together. After two months, then we sit down again, and then, you know, we don't, we used to have a contract, but now we just have, we just shake hands. Sure. Just because contracts, kind of, people yes. are afraid of them. Of them. So, we have, back to your question, we do three tiers. First tier is 502 tier is 700 and the last tier is $1,000 a month. And that is Everything included. Sure, I think I oh, think wow. that
2: that sounds really fair. That's yeah. super fair. No wonder y'all have a, a wait list of mm-hmm. people wanting to try to to get in there and, and start start a business. I think that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's oh, it's yeah. a super well, fair awesome. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I love that. It's a
2: good idea. Well, I don't think I have any more questions. <laughs> no? <don't> <laughs> Not at the moment. But anymore. that is a great story. Great yes, startup yes. story. um You know and I can't encourage people enough to come down here now now here's a, here's a question can people who don't live in Lexington order your stuff online? Yes so
5: lexingtonpasta.com uh, it, we have two different uh, websites um, Lexington pasta web, Lex, lexingtonpasta.com it is a, a website where we we have had that for since the beginning of Lexington pasta and a lot of people they can order through that website and we can ship nationwide oh that's um,
4: cool that's awesome
5: and then PastaGarage.com is is a website where you guys can go in and order your local pastas and takeouts and pickups and through through that platform as well
4: all right that's excellent cool.
2: so yeah if you're out there and you're not in kentucky you would still get the you first pasta you still get pasta i like
0: would recommend Renee has a few little news stories to pass along. So one thing we
1: also like to do on here is talk about some local events or anything that's going on whether a business is opening or closing and that kind of thing. We want to get people out into the community if there's something happening. So I want to end with the Derby at, at the end of that. But Thank the Lord Almighty. The Save a Lot chicken has been saved. It has Yes, right, yes. <laughs> it, has been, it has been saved. Thank you to Critchfield Meats. They are it. taking over the Save a Lot that was on Southland Drive, mm-hmm. and they are going to be turning it into Critchfield Meats. I think in Family Market, I believe is what it's called, um, and they're going to be making the fried chicken, so it's not lost <laughs> wow. forever. And they're going to somewhere around January. Yeah, they're planning right. on trying to move into that location so well let me yeah. tell you
5: about this have you guys been to the sunday market farmer's market oh yeah yes. yeah. South and yeah. yeah yeah. that's the first time when i had that chicken like yeah. I'm, I'm selling pasta and i'm like i gotta have the chicken right and then, and then everybody, everybody <laughs> that sees the pasta guy eating the, the fried chicken then they, they're <laughs> going that way to get past the, the, the yes. chicken as well so yeah because yeah, i
1: think you guys are going to get close yeah, right to that there. area yes, right yes, yes, yes. at the yes. yeah. yeah yeah so
0: Whenever they said they were closing, there was just like a constant line like right. out the door. It oh, was so until crazy. The last day,
1: uh. No, we had just—I think I had just went by and got it for lunch like the week before, and then all of a sudden they come out and said that they were closing, and then wow. I was like, "Somebody save the chicken!" <laughs> Renee
0: took it yeah. very hard. I did. I did. <laughs> so she was, was personally offended by the closure. <laughs> save a lot.
1: <laughs> okay. The next thing. Apparently, it's a local thing, but in Lexington, we now have a cinnamon and roll trail so there's a bourbon trail there's a donut trail but now there's a cinnamon roll trail
4: Mm -hmm.
1: if you can
2: keep up with all the trails like i didn't even know we had enough businesses in town that like made cinnamon rolls i'm about to
1: blow your mind you all ready for this so dva kitchen Mm -hmm. north lime coffee and donuts mcgee's bakery european delight sunrise bakery and wild eggs
2: Okay. You can hit up all those. Wow.
1: You'll be able to get some delicious cinnamon rolls. They're they're on the trail.
2: Do you get a free t-shirt?
1: Yeah, what's the prize?
0: What's
2: no. the up here? Well, you get bragging
1: rights. <laughs> <laughs> bragging wow, rights. I need like, a I <laughs> ate all these, all these cinnamon rolls.
2: <laughs> and DVA was actually
3: in the incubator kitchen. Yeah, Were they really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. nice. Yeah.
1: Did you want, they just posted on their Instagram yesterday, they were putting out a key lime cinnamon roll. Mm, yeah. And I was like, they were doing some crazy stuff with cinnamon rolls. That's and interesting. there was, yeah. I was trying to
3: remember, there's something that was clicking in my brain about cinnamon rolls. And it's because in the mornings when I would come here, the past yeah. few weeks, there would always be two cinnamon rolls there from DVA. So, I got <laughs> to try a lot of their cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. They're delicious, uh,
4: yeah. aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Amazing, yeah, really amazing.
5: Good. I think they're the best in town. Yeah,
4: really were, they are really so, so
1: good. Okay, last, last but not least. So, the Kentucky Derby, of course, was postponed. I mean, so yeah, Carrie's really salty. So, it's now going to be September 5th and it's coming up around the corner. Churchill Downs has released their set of rules. So, if you are planning on going, there's a few things and I'm just gonna hit the highlights. There's way more than this on the website. But so the reserve capacity is now at a change and reduced to forty percent. There will be no general admission tickets at all. You have to prepay for everything. The infield will be closed. You must wear a mask throughout the event, both indoor and outdoor. Uh, upon entry, you will be giving a medical questionnaire as well as have your temperature taken. Anyone that has a temperature over 100 will be asked to leave. The concession options will also be reduced and primarily be serving prepackaged foods. Uh, there will be no shuttles provided this year, so you will have to figure out a way to get to get up there and park, whatever. Um, in-person artwork signings have been canceled. They will be selling some artwork that's already pre-signed, but it won't be an actual meet-and-greet signing thing. That's been canceled. Uh, Derby Day, which is on Saturday, the gate will open at 10 a.m. with first post at 11. The red carpet entrance has been eliminated to reduce uh, congestion, and the winner's party will be held after the derby with limited attendance. Wow, that sounds. I know, doesn't that? Just I was like, can you make it Whoa. sound more fun? i was just like, yeah. it's awful, but Can't wait then to go. there's more information. So if you do want to go, there at least the, they are letting some people in. Uh, go to KentuckyDerby.com and you can find out all the information mm-hmm. you need to know. Yeah, I feel
0: like <laughs> derby parties would be way better this year, especially.
2: Yeah, if you could have them, I don't. Yeah, i don't just like, try, <sighs> Probably stay home and drink bourbon by myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a sad time that's where i'm yeah. at right now so yeah. yeah
4: carrie usually has
0: a big derby party, big derby party mm, yeah. and she was not doing well which if if, if we can
2: do it again i'm because we always get a uh the yeah. main entree stuff catered in so Actually, that's what there you it's go impossible. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah derby about. party's
1: coming up we know some people you
2: can call there you yeah. go that's what i'm talking about yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: all righty well those were some good news stories Renee. thank you sorry i had to <laughs> end
1: on the depressing one wow thanks <laughs>
0: Well, it's about to get better, because now it's time for um, America's Favorite Segment, which changes every week, just depending on which segment I pick. Uh, It's our podcast question, so we always, on our uh, Twitter and Instagram and then on our blogs, Facebook, we put out a question each week. It's, like, themed for whatever episode we're talking about. So, since this episode has been about all things pasta so far, why not keep up the theme for this week's podcast question? And I know you all love, love, love some pasta. So, we wanted to know, what's your favorite kind of pasta? There are so many mm-hmm. choices when it comes to pasta. Shapes, sizes, sauces, toppings. It's hard to choose just one. That being said, we got some good answers, so let's get to it. So, let's start here with Wanna everybody's try? favorite pasta. Drew, what's yes, your favorite? Let, us hear what your
1: favorite well, pasta
3: let me tell you, I've had a lot of pasta. So, It's uh, I'm sure it's hard I, to it, pick It, it yes. really depends on my mood. And people always ask me, "What's your favorite what's, what's your favorite pasta?" Yeah. And I'm like, Well, do you want a red sauce or a white sauce? That's where it starts, okay? Um, My favorite pasta, uh, I really like the vegetables. I put seasonal vegetables in mine to Mm -hmm. cut through kind of some of the heaviness that can accompany it. So I get a classic spaghetti um, with marinara and a little bit of garlic, and then I put seasonal vegetables. So I put grape tomatoes, red onions, spinach, spinach. and uh yeah that's really good really good. just a light meal but you get that classic pasta flavor and then those sure. grape tomatoes just oh, bring it yeah. all together so
0: yeah mm-hmm. nice yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Drew brought a good point.
5: It depends on the mood and it depends on in the, what are you going to pair your, your pasta with, right? Mm-hmm. So right now, to be honest with you, if you ask me that next week, it will be a different
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. shape. <laughs> See, you that's know? the beauty you ask me in an hour, so, it's going to be different. Yeah. So right
5: now I'm feeling more like a Bucatini type of pasta. Okay. Uh, and what kind is that? The Bucatini is more like similar to the spaghetti, but has a hole in the middle. So oh, one okay. thing that I like about the spaghetti or the bucatini is because the sauce goes inside mm-hmm. of the pasta, mm-hmm. and once you take that bite, you got the pa- you got the sauce all over the all all over, all over gotcha. the pasta. It, uh, and our pasta, because it's fresh, the pores are completely open, so the pasta sucks into the sauce that you're making. You know, uh, for oh, that, instance, that's I, I like the bucatini with some bolognese meat mm-hmm. sauce, for instance. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Renee. What's your go-to?
1: Um, pasta? mine. Actually, it was one that I make at home, so it's like a Cajun uh, Alfredo with a fettuccine Alfredo with blackened chicken, mm. and that's. I mean, I like ones that I eat out too, but I really like that combo.
4: That sounds good.
1: Yeah, what are you into, Carrie?
2: Well, if you just put a big bowl of marinara sauce in front of me, I would probably just. <laughs> so you like my dish. Yeah, I'm not right. Um, but I like it. I like a good pané. You know, yeah. I was down for that. Like a good baked ziti or something like that is, is good. Uh, but I really like a good lasagna. Man, give me a yeah. good lasagna.
0: Um, I'm a fettic- fettuccine Alfredo girl myself. Not like a super huge fan of the With marinara. With chicken on it or... I could do either. Okay. I
2: See, I'm not a huge without. fan of the white sauce. I'm opposite of you. See, I'm not a white sauce person. I'm not a red sauce girl. Oh, man. I, I love heartburn. it. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah.
3: People love getting the chicken alfredo because we have grilled chicken, but we also have parmesan fried chicken. Ooh. So we have a special oh. button on our thing because people get parmesan fried chicken so often on the chicken alfredo. Nice. So that's
4: really nice. Cool. nice. Oh, I know Same. what I'm getting for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lunch is on us today. Yeah
5: nice thank you and when it comes to sauce you know for for people that they like the alfredo sauce for people that like the marinara sauce mm-hmm. you know we have something called the tricolores sauce which is the italian flag alfredo in the middle mm-hmm. we got the red marinara ah. sauce and we got the pesto Ooh. So, um, oh. it's amazing and the, all those flavors combined it's just one of my favorite sauces. I do like a nice. good
2: pesto. Garage, yeah, yeah, I do I like it. You what do you get you need to Especially on a on a cheese tortellini yeah. or something yeah. like that. Put mail. a nice pesto. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. Get, good
3: to go. You could get like a... Um, yeah, the pesto alfredo is my favorite. Wow. Oh. Um, fettuccine yeah. or something like that. All right. It's really good. All right.
0: nice. right. I'm liking these answers so well.
2: yes. looked What yes. our social media people we, say?
3: We've got a lot of options here, so you can mix and match. That's what I really We definitely talk about how you order pasta here. It's a little different. It's a little different, so...
1: Oh well, we'll have to we'll have to touch base on yeah. that before we yes. get off here for sure. All
0: right. So on Facebook, naturally, yeah. the Facebook yes. crowd's big okay. pasta crowd. Um, Rachel said, "Hands down, egg yolk ravioli." Hmm. April said, "All the pasta and all the bread." <laughs>
1: uh, like her, yeah.
0: Jeff, um, our old coworker, he always answers beer to every question yeah. he <laughs> ask. So it's, it's so become a thing. He yeah. said beer, but also lasagna or spätzle, and also. Orecchietti? Is that a Orechietti. Or See, I knew it messed up. <laughs> I knew it. In my little Southern Kentucky accent, oh, I already sound stupid trying to say well, Italian you know words. What so. I, mean? I do not know. Little ears. <gasps> oh, I love that. Cute. <laughs> it is cute. But he likes that with Rao's marinara, which he said is kind of like his mom's, but better. Got it. Seems like an insult to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mindy said chicken al- chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Matt said pasta garage is spinach gnocchi by far. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. trying to suck up to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie said it depends on the shape and the flavor. So she likes uh, campanelli. or. Campanelle what's
5: gemelli gemelli yes. and gemelli so let me yes. tell you about campanelle. sorry please do uh, yes. campanelli you know it's a very popular shape out there mm-hmm. it's a short pasta that looks like a rose oh
4: cool and because oh, yeah. it looks
5: like a rose we call it rossetti oh
4: that's okay well awesome. oh, like campanelle,
5: if you turn it upside down it looks like a bell and campanelle means bell
4: okay oh, oh, all oh, right okay yeah. that makes cool. sense and it is Definitely.
5: our number one selling pasta for mother's day and uh, Valentine's
2: Day. Oh, oh, I could see, I that. see yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. And that's a good gift to give. Yeah. It really Just is. A, yeah, Just some fresh Give me made pasta, pasta that looks like flowers. Yeah. Not Don't flowers. flowers. Don't need yeah. flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then the flavor of sauce she likes is either her Nana's red sauce or olive oil, garlic, and cherry tomatoes. So Very
4: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tiffany likes fettuccine alfredo. A lot of times she adds marinara sauce to it, seems to be a popular thing. Um, Cinnamon said, Carino's has this chicken bow tie pasta meal that's amazing. All right. I'll take her word for it. I've never had it. Um, <laughs> Elena said, lemon rigatoni with spinach and tomatoes. And then Lindsay said, the spaghetti from Papalino's in Berea is amazing, too. I love Papalino's. Also never had it, so that's one of Renee's favorite places. It is. Desiree said, a toss-up between fettuccine alfredo with broccoli and mac and cheese with peas,
4: which... We know That's how Sarah my, feels about mac and cheese. And it's peas. a personal nightmare.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it feels like an attack on my character to talk about mac and cheese with peas. <laughs> um, Caitlin said angel hair carbonara, and then Mercedes said pasta salad. So, All right,
3: okay. That is that is something that people come in and ask for and you know we pasta get. Salad? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you I get mean, the seasonal veggies as your pasta and then yeah. you get whatever sauce you want and you know, grilled chicken or whatever topping.
1: Yeah. So. Nice. Oh, that sounds good.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I do like a good pasta salad. Yeah. On Instagram at Brittany Glassford said ravioli. At the Crow's Court said tortellini. At Spots Gelato said we'll take any kind. <laughs> I like how they think. At Commonwealth Stories said, I've always enjoyed lobster ravioli. Mm. Lots of ravioli here. Uh, at Hebziann said, butter noodles, easy and delicious. And our friend and former co host, the Bearded Bourbonaire, said, the kind that's in Shrimp Alfredo. <laughs> so, All right. it could be so many different kinds. Good job, Nate. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Uh, and on Twitter, we had our friend Scott he said cheeseburger mac and cheese with any pasta shells.
1: So I
0: mean that counts.
2: Yeah, yeah that counts. Oh,
1: yeah, it's pasta.
0: Sure. So yeah, lots of good answers there. Yeah. But, yeah. Well um, let me tell
5: you guys, um, one of the latest shaped pasta that we're making. Mm-hmm. kentucky shape pasta no way i dig it i like it i love that so you need to come to pasta garage and try that shape yes
2: that's right so so let me ask you this because yeah i know i'm uh, the vodka sauce right that's a that's a thing have you all ever experimented with using bourbon in a pasta sauce or is that not
5: bourbon um we have infused our pasta with bourbon
2: oh okay. okay um
5: and um it, it, it's great we loved it we had it as an special um but at the same time um we we like the fact that we put bourbon in our pasta but the flavor profile i mean it was there but it wasn't like wow bourbon pasta yeah. like you know what i mean so sure yeah. yeah 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 so we have other flavors that we were like oh my god like hemp for instance. Really? Oh, so we have, we have infused our pasta with hemp and it's more earthy, mm-hmm. grassy taste and feel. So we were like, oh my god, amazed. We were huh. like impressed on hmm. how huh. good it turned out. So we just okay, yes, we're we we're in bourbon country, right? In country, sure. right? So everybody's bourbon. But if you want really bourbon, you can get bourbon. Sure, you know, on the side. But ham? <laughs> <hemp, laughs> how can you get ham on the side? No, you infuse the right. pasta with him huh. and that and there. So there are other flavors out there that top. Sure. Better than sure. Pop. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Mm.
0: I nice. never thought about infusing the sauces with other things or
2: infusing the pasta itself yeah. with yes. other things yes. yeah and
5: that's what we come in when we go into the restaurants new restaurants in town or we like to you know talk to the chef Of our restaurant, say, hey guys, if you have something in mind, let us know. We can make anything that you guys have in mind for you guys. And see, and see,
2: that's kind of the the thing that I've gotten from you always. That you'll at least try anything. You'll experiment. You're you're totally open to to different ideas. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, right? But at Mm -hmm. least you tried it.
5: (laughs) We have a team that uh, they love to play with things and research the uh, development where we were always trying to figure out new things. How can we come up? Think outside of the box. How can we bring something new to Lexington? And back to that, we I went to Italy a couple years ago mm-hmm. and we brought in a machine that was just making something unique that nobody had in this area, this stuffed gnocchi. You have heard of yeah. stuffed mm-hmm. pastas so like tortellinis, raviolis, but stuffed gnocchi, really? Mm-hmm. So when we brought it, Lexington, we realized there were just two, only two machines in the area, wow. one in, in the states, one in San Francisco, California area, and then in, one in New York. So the Mid-Atlantic region, which they call this area where we are, nobody had it. Nobody has. So, been wow. So now we're lucky to bring that this machine, this tough gnocchi machine, to Kentucky, and this is the only place you can find it. You Know we have two different kinds,
1: and we have it here in Lexington, y'all. Yeah,
5: yep. caprese stuffed with tomato, basil mozzarella, and the spinach and cheese.
2: Wow! Oh, wow, that it's sounds popular. amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: the Kentucky Pasta it. is good. popular too with the college crowd that you know, well, back sure, classes. Oh, yeah. it's very Instagram worthy. Um, and the, spin, the stuffed gnocchi is really cool too, it, it tastes amazing. And that caprese stuff gnocchi, I'd love it because you get it, and it's you have like a little pocket of something inside and it's just, it's so good. That
1: no, so sounds good. delicious. Yes. Yeah, I actually had
0: some at work a couple of weeks yeah. ago. It was really good. It was the first time yeah. I'd had it. I really mm. liked it. Nice. Yeah, so now we usually have a segment called the Food Fight Cage Match, but since, you know, we're out of the Port Louis studios, it seemed like it would be kind of cumbersome to take down the octagon and then put it back up in a different location. So we're going to shut it down for this episode, but it'll be back next week, so don't worry. Yes. But normally this is where we would take like a local we would pick a food, like a specific food, and when we'd get it from a local restaurant and a chain restaurant and okay. then we'd try them and see which one's better. Yes.
3: Well, no need for that here, because I can tell yeah. you ours is better. Oh, no. Exactly. Ours would blow
2: anybody's out. Well, and so. it did. It did, yeah. because we did do a food That's fight cage, cage match between uh and Garage and the Olive Garden, and it was was not we, was, it, we, even close. It wasn't even close.
5: Yeah, honest with you guys. Once you go fresh, you never go back to dry. Yeah, yeah. No. no,
2: it wasn't no. like no. No. The, the sauce, the bread, it just, forget it. it it's because
5: we make everything here.
1: Yes. Well, pretty much every time that we put a local against a chain. I think that... Nine that times out of they, ten, a local they, they, wins. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple times that it's been... Kind like almost at a tie decision. or yeah. whatever, but yeah, for but the most part, the local wins like every time. But yeah, it was
2: an yeah. it was like a two second knockout. Yeah, like yeah. it's like TKO day yeah. everywhere. I hate Olive
0: Garden anyway. I express my hatred for everything about Olive Garden on the show several times, so that this was an easy one for we me. Were,
5: we were uh, the first year when we opened up Pasta Garage. We were getting a lot of people coming in here. It's like. Oh, this is like fasolis. I never been to fasolis, so I don't know if you guys yeah yes. been to fasolis. But mm-hmm. they were comparing us to fasolis. Uh, I,
2: I I guess the, the only the only reason that I could see that is in terms of not quality or anything like that, but the pasta, but, but like maybe like a fast casual type of yeah. concept. Yeah. That's that that type mm-hmm. of concept, but definitely not the
4: food. Yeah, I mean, no, the no, 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 I'll, no. Oh, yeah, but this one of,
5: is one of the biggest challenge we have had since we opened up the business was culturing and educating Mm -hmm. you guys. Sure, sure. I remember one lady came up to our booth at the farmer's market, and she just went and grabbed the pasta she paid, and then she was on you know, her way out and hey ma'am can you stop for a second do you know what to do f- with, with the pasta she goes yes honey I'm very familiar with this I do it all the time like what do you do I just drop it in boiling water watch a movie and I come back and it's ready
1: watch a movie <laughs> watch a movie oh I'm my god like, what <laughs> so
5: we have to come up with cooking instructions we have to make sure that people are following yeah.
4: you know, our yeah. uh, sure
5: guidelines I mean f- to cook pasta because fresh dente, pasta is al- definitely different what is al dente pasta. anybody can describe al dente what is al dente? It's a little
2: firm. Bite yeah. to the tooth. Yeah, bite to the mm-hmm. tooth. Yes.
5: Yeah. And you want to have the al dente out of yes. that pasta. Because yeah. Otherwise, um, it's all mushy mm-hmm. and people like that. But I sometimes know this is way, how we eat it and we culture and you guys, educate okay, you guys yes. how to do yeah. it the proper way. Sure. And, which I, is, that's and it important. so much better. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is
0: what we need because, yes. you know, if you don't know any better, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you're just sitting around eating mushy pasta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nobody yeah. wants that. Veg pasta the
2: wrong way. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do yeah. you have
0: your game? I
1: do. Game. I do have I have a game. I think you guys will enjoy it. It's going to be fun. So I'm, we haven't played this yet. What? Okay. I'll, Carrie always kind of gets nervous when I come up with games. So uh, this one I'm calling Scatterbrain. So it's kind of similar to the $100,000 pyramid. We're going to pair up in teams. You two, be Les May and Drew, okay. and Sarah and Carrie. Ooh, yay. Er, and I'm going to give you guys... <laughs> five words and you have one minute to try to describe find to get your partner to guess what words you're trying to say
3: okay so okay. it's like heads up huh have you, have you ever played heads up uh,
2: yeah, it's kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 kind, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, kind okay. of the yeah. same
1: kind of the same type thing now you just have to decide who who's going to be reading the the card and who's going to get you're going to read the card for sure you?
3: yeah i'm not a good Okay. Can read the card or do you want me to try to tell So I'm you gonna fold
1: this so they can't see because I printed it, it on okay. normal paper instead of doing cardstock. Like, no,
3: okay. no, 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 So she's gonna let's see. Well, let's we see can do so, it so first these first are year.
1: all local be, local Lexington businesses. You just can't say the word. Okay. But say anything that you want to to get you to the point. Okay. Yeah. Read, so are you okay. guessing or are okay. you reading?
5: I'm I'm
3: I'm Okay.
1: So we're gonna let you two go first. I'm gonna put you on a timer. Can I look at it now? Yeah, no, you can look at it. He can't. Okay. You're going to try to get him. You may want to fold it so he can't see the behind it. Yeah. Go, go,
3: go. Um, oh, man, guys. We're, I'm sorry, but we're going to blow you out of the water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so so are you ready? We're ready. One minute on the clock. I
3: can say words?
1: You can say anything, but, that, I can't say but you name. just can't say the word. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're trying to get him to guess. Yeah, it's yeah, a local see, see. Lexington business, okay? Ready, go.
3: Delaware Avenue. Okay. Keep a beer.
5: Uh, pivot.
3: Okay. Ice cream. Incubator kitchen. Kangambun. Um, barbecue. Georgetown Road. I think it's Georgetown Road. Barbecue Georgetown Road. Uh, Restate. Um. Supply pasta to three other restaurants.
5: Bluegrass hospitality malones.
3: Um. Uh, Keenland alternative.
5: Uh Churchill Down, north uh, part of Lexington. North part of Lexington. Equestrian. Oh, the horse park.
1: <laughs> nice. There's it. wow. 18 seconds remaining. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you wow. go. Wow. That's
2: awesome. cool. okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so they
1: they've, they've uh, set the bar. Okay. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Set. Go.
2: Giant breadstick.
0: Uh, Joe Balon.
2: Cheddar tots.
0: <laughs> uh, Hell
2: Uh, Monster Nipa. Uh, Mirror twin. Horses.
0: Wow, that's very. Specific.
2: Tailgating with horses.
0: Oh, Keeneland.
2: And uh, best pasta in Lexington. Pasta
3: Garage. Okay. Killer. No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize you were going time, so I thought it was you had to complete. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So they
1: they beat you guys.
2: They beat you guys. <laughs> so you you. We'll, do we'll do a rematch. Twenty seconds. You
1: did.
0: <laughs> no, we'll do a rematch. A good job. Well, I was nervous, but.
2: That was fun That was fun Good job, Renee Awesome Thank you. Good w- job That was a good game Yes, yeah. Sometimes good game, your
0: but... games Do make us nervous Because yes. a couple of times They've involved us Drinking <laughs> A
2: yeah. lot A lot, right yeah. yeah, yeah Like
0: she made us Do a game once Where she talked about The bourbon festival But then every time She said bourbon We had to drink oh And my she gosh. said bourbon A lot
2: time. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We went through
5: Two that beers <laughs> Well, <laughs> next time You guys do that Please invite me We'll do Right over
0: All right Well, we're getting towards the end here. Uh, This is where we would normally talk about drinks, but we're not drinking anything. But soon, we shall be drinking... But uh, we will, yes. Yes, we shall be drinking local drinks, probably. Yes, yeah. Yeah. More than likely. But um, yeah, so if you want to hear more episodes of our podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean... Pod Chaser, Deezer. We're hopefully getting on Pandora soon. So,
4: yeah. look Oh, look at you. Even GBS in on Pandora.
0: Well, we'll see. But um <laughs> we're pretty much everywhere you can find podcasts. Mm. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hungry and KY. And if you follow our blog on Facebook, we talk about our in, our podcast quite a bit on there. It's Bluegrass, mm-hmm. Bourbon and Eats. So Renee, where do we find the blog at?
4: Speaking
1: yeah, our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon Needs, and, and we're on Facebook and Instagram under our full given name, Bluegrass Needs, and, and then our website is bbandneeds and our Twitter is at bbandneeds. Yeah, where do we yep. find you guys on social media, Lesme?
3: Uh, Drew? Me, Drew. We're on Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook at Pos Garage. And stay tuned for our social media. We'll be showing a lot of our events. Um, We'll be doing offsite. We did an offsite wedding for you all, our Mm -hmm. Postmobile. We have a venue space here at the restaurant where where, right now it's not 70 people, but we can host up to 70 people. I think from. Postal. Yeah, 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 from tango classes to corporate events to rehearsal dinners to even a wedding one time. Oh, wow. So we can do it all here and we can do it all offsite. We can do. Um, your wedding, we've got a liquor license, so definitely reach out to us with any of your event needs at
2: Posse Garage Facebook and Instagram.
0: Awesome, and where do we find you at, Gary?
2: On the Twitters at GRLS Beer Sports. You better get on there now because uh, <laughs> <laughs> either football season is coming or not coming, but drunk tweeting is going to happen <laughs> on Saturdays. I don't care. It's quite the dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, you can find Girls Beer Sports uh, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere. Good podcasts are free. It's
0: All right. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.